Greetings, spooky souls. Prepare yourselves for the spectacular Twilight Hour radio show. We're about to unleash some bone-chilling tales from the forbidden depths of the haunted horror comics. These comics were so scandalous, even the government tried to hide them from you. As an avid lover of all things creative, I have a special place in my heart for those old-timey radio shows from the 1930s and 40s. The mysteries, the thrilling adventures, and of course, the horrors that kept us on the edge of our seats. So to add a little excitement to our regular shows, every now and then I've concocted the Twilight Hour radio show. Inspired by those nostalgic broadcasts, we will journey into the twisted world of audio storytelling. You'll hear me and a few others perform spine-tingling voiceovers for the incredible horror comics that were once banned by good old Uncle Sam. So grab a cozy spot, prepare a cup of tea, or a glass of wine if that's your style, and prepare to be transported into the haunted universe of horror comics. Get ready for a wickedly good time. Hello there, ghouls and gals. Welcome back to Creative Junk, where I'm introducing a new exciting segment called Twilight Hour Radio Show. Get ready for some captivating surprises as we shake things up between our interview sessions. So don't worry, we'll be getting back to our usual interviews, but every now and then I'm going to sprinkle in a Twilight Hour episode. Here's the scoop. I have always been a diehard creative junkie, and this creative project of mine has finally taken off after its beginnings in 2018. So what's the Twilight Hour about? Picture an old-time radio show straight out of the 1940s. In each episode, I'll be joined by different friends who will lend their voices to our dramatic readings of haunted horror comics. These are comics that the government kept hidden from you. Weird, right? Now, don't worry, each episode won't be me rambling on for eternity about these comics, but before we dive into our first episode, I do want to give you a little bit of background. The stories that we'll be delving into in our haunted horror comics are truly special. They're part of an important and often overlooked chapter in American literature and even in our history, the pre-code horror comics of the 1950s. Now, what is this pre-code stuff? Brace yourselves for this. Horror comics were all the rage in the late 1940s and the mid-1950s. But then, concerns over their content led to the formation of the Comics Code Authority in Congress in 1954. This authority played a role in the downfall of many of these spine-chilling tales and toning down of others that you know of, like DC and Marvel. I mean, can you believe it? Since their original publication, these stories have rarely seen the light of day. But now you have the opportunity to listen to us bring these unique tales to life. I truly hope that these episodes bring you as much joy as they brought me during making them. Now, no more chit chat. Let's dive right into our very first episode of Twilight Hour The Wage Earners. The chilling archives of horror comics. Henry Mason thought that the paymistress was beautiful. He hadn't met the wage earners. This place gives me the creeps. There's an eeriness hanging in the air that I don't like. Something's wrong. I can feel it. Gotta get up enough speed and get it out of this swamp. It's enough to drive a man crazy. Heavens, there's a girl. She's in my way. 
I can't stop. Oh, horrors, I've hit her. Gotta stop. Oh, I've killed her. I've gotta get out of here, but I've gotta wipe this. Oh, what is this? It's sticky like blood, but it's green. Hello. You gave me quite a bump. What? That I didn't kill you? In fact, I didn't even soil your dress. Oh, you ruined my clothes, but I had others in my suitcase. I changed before coming here into the light. Whew. Well, at least let me drive you home. Would you mind? Why was a lovely creature like you hiking along that lonely cemetery road? I have an appointment to meet someone. To give him his wages. For father. You turn here to the left. I live in the Everglades. I take it that your father is cutting cypress. But what an odd place to be paying for the help. It's something like that. I never know where father's wage earners come from. The cemetery is as good a place as any to meet them. I don't think you can go farther. Thanks awfully. I wish you could stop a while, but I suppose you have business of your own. Yes, an appointment, but I'll see you again, won't I? I'm Henry Mason. Oh, of course, Henry. When you're through with your appointment, I'll be waiting for you right here. But how will you know, uh, she's gone? A strange girl. But what a babe. Yes, I'll see her again, all right. She and I will be kissing this ghastly swamp goodbye sooner than she knows. Turning the huge car back to the highway, Henry Mason again headed toward his destination. Evilness was all around him. And evilness was his companion as he drove toward the unsuspecting but worried fiance. But little did Henry Mason suspect that evilness was destined to be his undoing, even though it sat beside him and was in his heart during the long ride. Here at last. Now for the dirty work. But even as Henry Mason rang the doorbell to call on his trusting date, he sensed a sinister feeling that overpowered him. Casting his fears to one side, he entered the house. Oh, Henry! I was so worried when you didn't come! I was delayed, darling. Is everything ready? I've drawn all my money from the bank, dearest. Here it is! Good. And the cards? Yes, I have them all here. Listen to this. Dear Cousin Blanche, Henry and I are so happy. We are spending a few days at Niagara Falls. It was a stroke of genius. You're suggesting that we write all our cards before leaving, dear. Now we can spend every minute of our time together. Then let's go, sweetheart. If you want your old family pastor to perform the ceremony, we'll have to drive all night to reach his present parish. I now pronounce you man and wife. It's odd, Henry. 
that having lived around here all your life, you should insist on driving back to these swamps today? I really never had time to visit them, my love, and thought I ought to before driving north. Let's get out of the car. Here, deep in the swampland, you can feel the power of nature. It's actually spooky. I'd be frightened to death if I weren't with you. Henry! Henry, you're pressing my throat! Henry, you're just... What are you doing? Henry! You get the idea. $20,000 in cash, a stack of postcards to throw relatives off the track. I guess it's time to see my little beauty of the swamps. I knew you'd come, Henry. I want you to meet the rest. I got here as fast as I could. Hello, everyone. This is Henry. Henry! your hands off him. Here, let me have that, my dear. Come, I'll take you away from these subhuman creatures. Oh, don't worry about them. They're just father's wage earners. What do you mean, your father's... Say, what's all this green ooze? It isn't blood. It's the same stuff that was on the bumper of my car. Wait, I hear father coming from the swamp. Let's go and meet him. Father, I've another wage earner, Henry Mason. Hey, wait a minute. What's all this about? I don't work for your father. Who said you did? Then what wages are you talking about? Why, the wages of sin. Death! Ah! Here is Henry, Father. He'll find other wage earners for you, for he really recognizes sin. A good specimen. A good specimen, indeed. I'm certainly glad to get out of this ugly masquerade outfit and feel natural for a change. This podcast is brought to you by Mind Junk Creative a creative agency that creates brands and experiences rooted in visual storytelling. By exploring your mind junk, mind junk creative is able to tap in and explore all of your wild ideas that you may have viewed as throwaways and use them to create engaging stories and experiences for your brands. What's your story? Go to mindjunkcreative.com and follow them on Instagram at it's mind junk. <laughs>